podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Friday. Fridays feel a little different right now in COVID world, don't they? Episode 621 of Coach Unplugged. Um, before we talk, talk about Coach Barry and what he's got to offer and, and our discussion that we had earlier in the week, um, I'd like to give a big shout out to our true sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the most innovative, easiest to use, easiest to take up and down. No matter what version you buy, trust me, you can fit it in your garage. It will fit unless you have like a garage the size that's only 5'4", or whatever it is. It's, it's super easy. Um, mention Coach Applaud to give you $350 off every version but the home one. Um, they'll take really good care of you. Even if you buy the home one, they'll, I, I don't even know if they have any of those available, but they'll take really good care of you. If you mentioned uh, coach unplugged also go over and check out teachups.com for coaches. who want to get better. Um, we're doing great things over there right now. We've got, um, a huge, a huge course I just put up on practice planning because people are always asking about it and I had time to do it. Um, with handouts and kind of practice plans and there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of practice plans up there, but even more important than that is kind of how to build a practice. What's important. Um, got some great coaches to come in and talk about that. Um, also, um, twice a week we're doing office hours on Wednesdays and Sundays. So, um, or we can do one-on-one calls whenever you need help. So come over and check us out at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, it is a great time. So let's jump into coach Barry's, um, call. Um, he runs, uh, this great program. Um, he's running virtual basketball, basketball camps. Um, and he's so innovative. I had to have him on, had to talk to him about the things that he was doing. Um, and I think it will really be intriguing, especially for the others of you who are thinking of a basketball camp or working at camp or, or doing anything like that. Um, it's a great resource. It's a, it's where I'm trying to send, my players that are my youth players that I, that I can't coach this summer. I'm trying to send them there. So at least they can get some workouts some some virtual camp work. Um, at a very, very reasonable price is like 75, $75. So, um, anyway, listen to this. I think you'll really enjoy it. I'll put everything you need in the show notes. So, um, that will take care of it. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Um, make sure you love your mother. It's mother's day weekend. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Beautiful. All right, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I don't even, I won't even guess, Coach, how many episodes this is. Like eight billion. I think I'm on like six hundred and some. Um, so, Coach Barry, I'm going to have you introduce yourself, and then we're going to dive into some some of the stuff you're doing and camps. And um, I know a lot of coaches that listen to this have a lot of the same questions that I do about what's going to happen in the next three or four months and you know can i run my camp or can i what can i do so i'm going to have you introduce yourself and then um, we'll dive into that sure i'm coach john berry originally i'm from philadelphia pennsylvania went to high school with bo kimball hank gathers in fact we graduated from the same high school back in 1985 still my buddies even uh doug overton Pooh richardson i'm from that era i graduated back in 85 Went to a school in Washington, D.C. called Howard University. Went to Temple. Got a master's degree. Great school. Eric McKee, Mark Macon, and those guys. Eventually, I relocated to California. I was a corporate guy. Okay. And this started in 92. Somewhere around 93, my good buddy, we went to school together. He was coaching this youth team. I went and checked out a couple of his practices. Got the itch. Started coaching at the rec level. Started in 1993. 
it was on and off until maybe about 97 when I relocated to New Jersey, Glen Ridge, New Jersey, near Belleville. Okay. Uh, where Joe Pesci and those guys are from. And I started coaching football and <laughs> basketball. I was the rec coach. I was the um, middle school coach, uh, JV uh, high school assistant varsity coach out in um, that Jersey area. Had you, left, had you left the corporate world at that point then? No, I was still moonlighting at this time. Okay. I was still moonlighting at this time. And it's funny because when I first started like coaching back in 97, like, like ongoing, uh, right. I told my kids, listen, uh, if you ever want some extra work, just let me know. I'll bring you in. I'll give you some private training classes free of charge. Right. One condition. You just have to do it with me on Sundays at 6 a.m. Right. And I did it that way because I wanted to make sure that the kid was doing it because of themselves and not mom and dad pushing them. So right. I did this from 97 to probably 2006 until I relocated to Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Okay. And then I finally figured out how I can wrap a model around what I was doing personal training wise with that kid from 97 to 2006 into a full blown basketball camp. Okay. But even before that, right. Even before that, you know, I had became the varsity head coach at a small school out here called Woods Charter High School. Okay. But getting back to uh, myself personally, married back in 1993, my wife, Erica Perry, have two beautiful daughters. One is in the 12th grade, one is in eighth. Next year, hopefully she'll be, you know, going to college <laughs> and the other is going to be a rising freshman in high school. Let's hope. I mean, I, I have a senior too, coach, and I'm going, we're, there's a lot of discussion in our house right now about next year. It's like, ooh, we're not sure. We might, might be a gap year for, for my son. I don't know. Um, okay. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if they're going to be going back to school. It's well, not going to be the same if they do, for sure. Yeah. Well, what, what, what I'm hearing is maybe the first semester, they're going to stay home. They're going to work online. And we're looking at maybe in January that, you know, she'll be able to go out and officially go to school. We'll take her to a dorm, the whole nine yards. And it Where's was kind she of, going? She's going to University of California. I mean, I'm sorry. She's going to uh, UNC in Greensboro. Okay, that's great UNC school. UNC Greensboro. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the funny thing about this is this. My wife was kind of down. She was, oh, my God, my daughter. She's not going to be able to, uh, you know, enjoy getting sent off to school. I said, Erica, that's my wife's name. I said, Erica, if she stays home right here, I mean, it's like it's like being in a, a resort. Right. It's a step down when she go to college. <laughs> when, I, when I went to school, it was a big deal because I was straight up in the hood. Right. So it was like, I want to get out of here. But her, I mean, she's sitting back there with everything she can possibly right. imagine. It's, it's crazy. Just just what kids are these days. I know. And the, the thing is, I think what they're finding out is just like all of us, they're, they think they're connected, but they're finding out human interactions a lot more important than TikTok and Snapchat and those things, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, wow. Hank gathers. That was quite a group you grew up with. Like, see, I'm old enough to know who those guys are. Those guys. Okay. Play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, listen, we, this is back in Morrell Dobbins high school. Uh, Yankovich was the coach. And, um, you know, I didn't play on that team. You know, I just didn't, I wasn't going to make that team. I was a right. really small guy. Right. Um, I literally graduated at 85 pounds. And five what year did you graduate high school? 1985. That was the same year as me. I went to, I'll tell you a story. I went to, um, I went to uh, uh, Blue Chip. It wasn't five star. So basically you either went to five star or Blue Chip in mm -hmm. the summer. And I went to Blue Chip. I got to see um, Larry Bird play Hakeem Olajuwon one-on-one -on -one at camp. 
<laughs> oh my god it was like it was like the yeah but anyway those names that you dropped there i, I people some of the half the young coaches don't even know who those guys well, this are. was sunny hill this is when he was kind of like the godfather he still is yeah everybody was running through him in right. fact my father his partner uh we mr i used to call him mr simmons that was lionel simmons uh uncle he was his um he was his manager he was his agent in fact, I tell you a crazy story. When we was out in California, my wife got involved in the singing business, and uh, I was trying to get her some exposure. I called up my uh, my father's best friend, who was the agent of Lionel Simmons back with the Sacramento Kings. Right. She made a few phone calls. We drove up to Sacramento, and she actually did the national anthem at one of their games. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah it's, I might it's, have his rookie card downstairs. I don't know. I'll have to look and see. I might have his rookie card downstairs. He's doing some good stuff in Philly right now. He has yes. his own restaurant. And, you know, Philly is real big with, like, fish and chips and stuff like that. Like, yeah. soul food kind of thing. So, it's, it, was, it was on point. Every, like, Wednesday, Thursday, he rents out, like, this dining hall. And he brings food in. And everybody comes in from all over the place to kind of check the food out. I did this maybe a couple of years ago. It was like, man, delicious. This is good stuff. So did you leave the corporate world? Yes, yes. That's an interesting question because um, back in um, 2008, 2007, I became the varsity head coach. I remained the coach through 2019. Okay. My initial reason for wanting to run basketball camps was for, it to, was for the camps to be a um, – uh, uh, a filter program or, or, or a program to bring kids up through so that right. by the time they get to me, they already have the requisite fucking fundamentals. Right. So what happened was more kids from the neighboring areas found out about the camp. They started coming. We started running two, three, four camps a week on the weekends, hour and 15 minutes of pop. Each camp goes seven classes and we ran five separate camps throughout the year. And it just started growing. And, Part of why I wanted to do was, was to act as a feeder program, but also to get out of debt. Because right. I was heavy in debt in between me and my wife with the school loans, the big house we just bought. Right. So after about four years, we got out of debt. The money was still coming in. We were bringing in probably $60,000, $70,000 extra on top of the corporate job. Right. Right around 2016, the job came to me and said, you know, John, we want you to do something different. I said, no, nah, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to be, you know, nailed in front of the computer. I'll do the training where I can get out and about. I'm on my own program. I can work for myself, et cetera, but I'm not going to do that. So we explored some other options. I negotiated a severance package. So from 2016, I walked away from the job, and I have now been running basketball camps full-time ever since. We run about eight camps before the pandemic, eight camps per week. They last for seven weeks, then we start up another one, and we continue to do this. When the summertime comes, we run probably another five to six camps. Okay. What's interesting about the camp is I now have this licensing program now where we have coaches in different areas of the state that run you know, their own camps as well. Right. So kind of that, that's a great idea. So, so this is what I tell, I tell everybody. I tell all my young coaches. I tell my students in this. Mm -hmm. the, the key to life is find something you are good at something that you love to do and something that pays well. <laughs> right. And when you find the interaction of those three circles, you're in heaven. Um, right. And it, I think that's what you have, you've, you've always probably loved basketball and you found something that pays pretty well and that you're pretty good at. That's, I mean, I, that's, I think that's the key to life, to be honest with you. It's a, it's a hard mix, but um, it's a lot easier to go to work when you love to do something. That's what I always tell coaches too. It's like, nope. yeah. No question. Um, one of the things 
what's, what's really interesting about what I do at my camps is this. At heart, I'm a teacher. I'm a trainer. Right. I love helping people. It's a natural thing. Whether you give me the occupation of a trainer or not, that's who I really am. I generally want to help people. It starts right. with the kids. I want to translate this back over uh, to coaches. Kind of, right. The reason I say this is because before I worked, I always was this way. But in my right. corporate life, I was a corporate trainer. I trained and I delivered you, classes. You were, te- you were a teacher. You were a right. teacher. Yeah, right. you were a teacher. Right. So if you so so if you are a teacher and you love basketball, I actually believe I figured out something that you can literally do where it literally can pay your bills. Right. Uh, and and I've proven that I've done it for you know the last I mean full time the last what five years, but on and off the last thirteen years. And and if you look at even a part time years, it's more than probably double of what the average teacher would make right. if they run camps this way. One of the things that I struggle with is articulating this to coaches because most of them have never really seen Joe coach, right? Who's a middle school coach or high school coach actually do something what I'm doing. Right. And it's like, if you only can see, it would open your eyes. In fact, I, it's funny, right? Cause a lot of times I'll run these webinars. And you know, I, I don't like to BS, man. I'm, I'm a straight shooter. Right. I'm a no nonsense type guy. I'm, I'm like you, coach. I, I just don't like a lot of games. Right. So we, we on the webinar. I said, listen, guys. Instead of me telling you about how, how great I am and this, that, and the other, let me just show you my income statement for right. the last three years. Right. So you can see what I'm talking about. Right. So you know up front what I'm telling you is exactly true. Right. And once I show that. And it's not anything. This is is what the federal government sees. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Here's what the federal government sees, and here's what I here's what I make. So I'm not I'm not lying to you. This is yes, I I agree. See, see, that's a good point, by the way, right? People who not in business, they don't understand that. You want to make it look like you make as least as possible. Most of my uh, expenses, I figure out a way to incorporate my business in it because it comes off of the pre-tax dollars. Otherwise you, get, otherwise you get walloped at the end of yes, the year. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I understand yeah. exactly. I didn't buy this. My, my company bought this computer I'm talking to you on and the microphone I'm talking to you on and the headphones I'm listening to because it's a business expense. I'm not lying. It's this, exactly. I use this every day all the time. You know, this office where I am, where I do all my Zoom calls, where I do all my calls is literally this is my office this is what i I, that's only thing i do in here is business stuff so yeah it's it's yeah uh so let's talk about the world we're living in now yes yes, because i my camp just got canceled yes yes (laughs) well which means that's a huge that's a huge hit to to my program i'm telling you coach huge hit well Uh, let me say this let me say this when this thing first kicked I had $25,000 in the bank. Okay, I only, I offered, only offered one class out of the seven. That hurt me. I have right. another camp that's supposed to happen from uh, mid-April um, through the end of May. That's another twenty dollars to $25,000 that's going to get hit. Right. Last year, my summer camps, in just the month of last July, I was like $45,000. Right. That looks like it's in jeopardy. I'm telling you all that because... When this thing really hit me around March the 8th or 9th, I had a session that Thursday night, and 
something looked a little bit different. So I called up the, the vice principal. I said, hey, listen, I'm about to run a session with one of my camps, and it looks like we can't get in the gym. Is everything all right? Yeah, you good, John. They just doing some roof work. That's okay. She said, but this weekend, we told the church don't even come to the gym because there's too many people and blah, blah, blah. She was giving me the wink, wink that maybe you shouldn't use it on the weekend as well. So right. I agreed to it. I said, I'm not going to use it. I went home that weekend. I meditated for literally 72 to 96 hours because I knew what this all meant. Right. I knew that I'm going to have to figure out what I'm going to do with all these campers that I haven't delivered the, the service to. Right. That's the first thing. I got to figure out, you know, what I'm going to do to, you know, make money from this point on, right? And then I got to figure out how I'm going to get an X amount of money for the next three months. I got to go to this account, got to go to this account, or I take a little bit from here and take a little bit from there. And I'm like, man, this is a problem. And what I came up with was this. I figured out the three-month, 90-day uh, plan, get some money from some savings, you know, from here, from there. Did you, did you, did you, are you have guys on, uh, you guys, you have independent people that work at your camp and you pay? Yes, 1099s. You have 1099s. So did you, did you apply for the PPP? Yeah, they have a couple. They have one where it covers your payroll. And that yep, did you do that one? No, because I have 1099s. But they have a But you can do it for that. You can do it for 1099. So well, the next yeah, round, yeah. you can do it. I did it for my business. You can yeah, do PPP. Well, my wife told me about a week ago and I went and basically filled out the paperwork. So I'm, again, I'm a believer that I'm happy and I'm grateful for whatever the government can do. But yep. it's very hard for me to sit back and be waiting to see if they're going to give me anything. Right. Well, because I hear you. I hear you. It, it yeah. reminds me, and this, 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 I'm going to date myself again. It reminds me back in the hood where families that was economically challenged, they would literally stand in a cheese line. Yeah. I, I don't want to stand in the cheese, cheese line. line. I just don't want to. So I, I filled it out and great. If and when it comes, I'm certainly going to take it, especially on, from a grant perspective. Right. As well as with the $1,200 per family plus $400 for each kid. Right. Great. When it comes, I'm all for it. Give, right. me, give me the money, I'll take it. But in the meantime, i got to make sure i got things in order. Right. You know, personally, I just yep. can't deal with you that. You can't wait. The problem is you can't wait. Or Yeah, yeah, you can't wait. Yeah. Right, right. So, so, so the thing was, so I figured out the money thing. Second thing was, what am I going to do with my existing campers? I pushed them off to the 26th of April initially. The governor came in and said, well, no, no, it's the 15th, which meant my whole camp was shot. So I went back to them and said, listen, here's the deal. I can give you your money back, or I just created this new online basketball camp that I can transition you to, plus I'm going to give you all this other stuff, or I can push you to my summer camp, assuming that it happens. 50% okay. elected to get their money back, and 50% elected to do the other things. And then the last part of the plan was, and this is part of the pivot you were talking about, I created multiple online plans. Like, for instance, one plan is I have this online VIP program, which essentially is film study. I have right. a bunch of basketball DVDs. And what I'll do is every week we will review some film to re react with Rick Torbett. Maybe another week I might look at some Morgan Wooten stuff. Maybe another week I might look at, you know, Bennett because I'm a big, you know, defensive guy, okay. the pack line. Okay. And then I'll have a whole bunch of skill development videos and I'll kind of like different weeks is different themes. Like this week, yesterday was ball handling. So right. we looked at some ball handling stuff and, okay, here's the drills I want you to work on, on your own and your driveway on your porch. I charge about 149 per month. I have about 13 kids in that particular program. Okay. I have an online basketball camp, which is essentially exactly like it is in the gym, except that it's online. I have my quarter of the week. I have all the drills recorded, edited, 
with all with, with its title, the homework assignment, et cetera. And I have about 30 or so that's paid that transitioned over to that. And I threw in a whole bunch of other people just because I want them to get exposed to it. Because once this camp is over, I'm going to need to bring more people in right. for the next round. Right. That's what I've done. My wife, she's a certified trainer. I've also asked her, I said, Aaron, I need you to put together uh, a six-week set of lesson plan specifically to work out basketball players, agility, right. core, yes. you know, quickness, et cetera. And I'm going to probably roll that out as well. Okay. That's the best I can do. Now, as far as the summer camps, this is something I'm looking at. I've been looking to see what people are doing. I'm going to probably have to, if they don't let me use the gym, a live Zoom type summer camp where we go 45 minutes. I'm all going to do is show them some drills and skills they can work on. I probably have a kid with me, show the drill with the kid, had a kid do it. They can look at it and go work on it. 45 minutes, take 15 to 30 minutes off, come back and go to the second round of 45 minutes. And we'll do that once a day for five consecutive days. I normally charge about 195. I'll probably drop it to like 149 for okay. something like that. Okay. I'm expecting 50% to say no. Yeah, but I, that, I think I, I think if you get a 50% yield rate, you're pretty good, to be honest I'm with you. I'm going to try. Yeah, yeah. Well, because one thing that I'm doing right now, Coach, is um, every week I send out these free drills. Essentially, it's the prior week's drills that I gave to the people who paid. Right. And I take away the homework. I take away the quarter of the day. I water it down, but just to kind of stay in their mind. Because I think nowadays, one of the issues is, People are kind of like clamming up. They not they don't want to spend any money. So what they can don't. I do to still build some goodwill with them? And right. that's to give them something. But the challenge is, even if you give them something, if this is not something that's going to help them deal with the immediate issues that they're facing, they're not going to be receptive. Right. So you have to solve a, you have to you have to solve a problem, coach. Yeah. Right. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. But most people don't go, hey, on their podcasts. Anyway, make sure you subscribe and like. Um, lots, of, lots of ways you can help us out that don't cost you one penny. You can subscribe and like and leave a review. We really do appreciate those here. You can do that on YouTube. Go over and cheat hoops. There's thousands of videos over there. You can um, use our Amazon link down below, www.teachhoops.com backslash Amazon. So anytime you do any shopping, especially if you're listening to this over Christmas, um, we get a small little commission and it help, doesn't cost you anything else. It doesn't cost anybody anything other than Amazon, I guess. Um, and then uh, helps us with our hosting fees. And then if you really want to help, help us out you come over and join teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better um you know i am here to help i'm here to serve one of the reasons i got into coaching was help kids help other players help coaches um you know I, there's no hidden agenda here you know we're not playing um, but i have been through it i have coached at every level i've done i've done those youth tournaments i've done you know won multiple state titles i've you know i i know what you're going through trust me um and i can help so let me know in any way if i can do that and let's get back to the podcast. Well, and, and, and I'm sorry. No, no, no. What, what, what I'm thinking too, and then just tell me if I'm wrong on this. By summer, they're going to want to get outside. By summer, they're going to be, the parents are going to like, you better get out of the damn house. And they might not be able to go anywhere. So if you can give them something like, go do your basketball camp, go do this, go do that. I think you're, I think you're, you're giving them, you're giving them a solution to a problem that I don't know if the parents realize they're going to have by June, July, August. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you're exactly right. I think if you look at the silver lining in this whole thing, Coach, it is possible that your camps, 
can blow up this summer. Because if they come back and say, you know what, we're good, we're good, things opening back up, people are feeling comfortable, people are already shut down shop. Right. I ain't shut down anything. I'm still, I'm holding on. I'm, 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 I'm treading water. Big time. <laughs> I mean, the school that I'm in, they, they, they cancel all their camps. I said, right. what are you doing? I called up. I said, uh, Cindy, I noticed the school canceled camp. I didn't cancel mine. I said, listen, let's hold off until mid-May, and then we'll make an assertion in terms of what we'll do. If this thing goes the way I think it might, and it's open in July, if you stay, if you held tight, and you still the one standing and you didn't cancel your camps, you could end up with an overflow. You could end up having to put on multiple camps per day. This thing can literally go from zero to hero overnight. So I'm thinking that, and and even if that doesn't work, I just don't see how it's possible for people to be cramped up in the house for four or five months. Right. No, they need to get outside. The thing is, I think what you have to do, and you've done this already, it sounds like, Coach, you have to start thinking about, okay, so I think about my camp, and we'll have some station stuff, and we'll have some group stuff, and we'll have individual stuff. This This summer basketball camp is really about individual work. Like, because I'm not sure groups are going to be able to be together. Um, if they can be, that's great. If you can get groups of three or five or whatever, but I don't think that's going to necessarily be the case by July. Um, so I think, I think you're doing a great job in the sense that you're, you're realizing that. Are you looking for, are you looking for campers out? So this camper could live in Wyoming. Yeah. We have a couple people right now in, in, uh, in, in Chicago. Right. People who traveled in prior summer, they still on my list. They saw the list. They go. Plus, my list, my what, five, ten, about five, six thousand. Uh, every time I send an email out, they get those free drills. They get those free lessons. So it's very possible that can happen. But here's something else that happened, and this because this is going to sound really screwed up, but I always wanted to figure out a way to scale what I had. One of the ways was to obviously have licensees, but I really wanted to do something online. Right. But people just weren't mentally there where they were like, wait a minute, I can just go to the gym. I can go to the playroom up the street. And I can just go to a real organized camp. So they wouldn't really give it a look. So in the midst of all this chaos and all this terrible stuff with people dying and the viruses all over the place, right. it forces people now to evaluate this because they have no other option. So my goal is if and when I show them that this can literally be a good supplementary part, this could be a good alternative, then even when things open up and the schedule just doesn't meet what they want to do, the online piece that I have, they may be willing and open to go and do that. And that's one of the reasons why every single day, I have been on this online infrastructure like there is no tomorrow right. uh, from the online camps because I realize it's a race against time. Because if I don't, if I don't put this in front of people before the pandemic is over, I'll probably never have that chance again to show them. So right. that's the that's the silver lining for me. Right. I think yeah. I think you're in a you're in a you're in a window here because I think a year from now we might be in a different world. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So this listen, Coach. I I love doing what I do. I eat, drink, and sleep it. I'm up at 6.37 every single day. I don't, I mean, it's, it's just terrible, <laughs> right? Right. But I, I don't, I, I mean, I have to be careful, man, because I don't really turn it off. And right. I have to be intentional about family time and my daughters and my wife. And, you know, you know, last week, man, me and my wife took a nice two-hour walk. We talked. 
it was beautiful. You know, I just, you know, I dropped the ball, to be honest with you, on some of those things because I am super hyper-focused. You know how coaches are, right? Right. I'm super hyper-focused on being successful. It's like game plan for a game. Right. You know, we got this team. They want to do certain things. I got to look at film. I got to break it down. I got to figure out what we got and how we can use what we got to attack this team and still come on the other side and win. And we can't let it go. Right. No, I agree. I, and the thing is, I think you're probably at the 50% yield rate. Yes. This is just me thinking again, because some mm-hmm. people use summer camps as babysitting. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. That's true. I think what's happening, and this is the math teacher in me, is the yield is happening from the, well, you're not babysitting anymore, so I'm not paying you anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? That's so a good point. I think the ones that you're getting are going to be more focused. I think the ones you're going to get are going to be more lasered and probably be better customers mm-hmm. and probably be better workers and probably be better, more focused on the stuff that you're actually giving them. That's just from someone that's done camp a long time. That's my guess. Um, I agree with that. I agree with that. Because now when you do things online, you have to be engaged now. You're, all, you're home. Right. There's, there's no one watching you you know, second to second, minute to minute, hour to hour. So here's the businessman and me coming back at you with a question, just mm-hmm. so listeners can do it. Um, so my issue with this would be, hey, you're, my son's coming to you and he's doing it online. What kind of, what kind of, um, what I want him is I want him to have stuff to do. I also want him to get better or her to get better. So how are you giving me inputs like you would in a camp about, well, your pivot's wrong here or you know, your body thing is, you know, whatever, but you're, bo- you're not boxing out. You're not, you're not, you're not touching before you do that. You're not getting over the screen, right? How are you giving feedback? That's just somebody that's teaching online right now. Feedback's the ki- feedback's right. king, in my opinion. Well, um, three how things, are you doing that? Right. Three things. Every week for an hour, hour and a half, we meet, we have what I, we call our weekly uh, coaching call, weekly you know, conference calls where okay. we'll go through all of the drills and skills frame by frame, what to look for, what to do, what not to do, et cetera. It's recorded on the Zoom call. As soon as the call is over, we upload it to the portal so they also have access to the explanation that was made. That's number one. Okay. Number two, we have a community forum, similar to what you have as well, uh, yeah. Coach. We yeah. have a community forum on the back end. So if you know they wanted to communicate with me, they could. Okay. The truth of the matter is, and I probably shouldn't say this, like give them my cell number. It, listen, if you have a question, <laughs> go ahead and text me. Let right. me know what's going on. I'll certainly get back to you. And number three, we have an upload uh, link on the back end where they can literally record themselves in the playground, take that video right then and there and upload it. A huge file the way I have it set up. And it goes directly you know, to my server. I can click the link, look at it, review it, and send back some. I think that's back. your golden ticket, Coach, right there. And that's what I have found with my guys with workouts is they got to be accountable. And they got to get feedback. And um, that's where that's where I think you as, as the camp director or your camp directors mm-hmm. is like, well, Johnny hasn't turned in or uploaded anything in two days. I got to reach out to him. Why are you doing this? Can I help you? How can I help you? That's a good um, point. You know what I'm saying? I think from the teacher standpoint of me, that's what I'm doing right now. The, the, it, it's like a bell-shaped curve. The top kids are automatically doing it. And the bottom are never going to do it. So it's these middle ones that I'm trying to help. And sometimes they just need a little shove, like, well, you got to turn your stuff in. Can I help you? Let Mm -hmm. me see what you've done. It's just, other than a math class or a stats class, it's a basketball class. So 
Let me see your moves. What I have found too, then you'll love this coach. I asked for two videos. I asked for a video at the beginning of the workout and I asked for a video at the end of the workout. Mm, you nice. look a lot different at the beginning of the workout than you do at the end of the workout. Then you know um, they work. Because <laughs> I know they worked. Now, I guess you could splash. If you're going to take the time to splash water in your face and look like you've been sweating and working, <laughs> good for you. That means you're working hard at least at doing that. Yeah. Um, but that's what I, I have found to keep them. Otherwise, it's like this novel thing, but there's no accountability. And the only way human beings need accountability, I think, um, especially teenage, teenagers. Um, and I think the parents would love that. Shoot, I'd love to see, hey, here's Drew's workout. Here's Emma's workout. Look what they did, blah, blah, blah. So I think, I think the person that's writing the check should get something too, coach. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If it's a way for you to, to take Emma's video and say, hey, and then send it to mom and dad, that's, that's, your, that's, your, that's one of your tickets, man. Because, you know what I'm saying? They, they are seeing you interact because that's what camp is. At least you can tell me if I'm wrong, but no, that's camp, is, camp is me teaching them, like stopping them, teaching them, interacting, building relationships, doing all that. That's what I hate about what the world we're in right now because I don't feel like I have those relationships. But if the parent feels like you're building it and the kid feels like you're building it, you are building it. Um, so I think that's one of your tickets for not only keeping kids involved, um, and that's what I'm thinking with my workouts with my guys this summer, but also sending it to the person that writes the check. <laughs> right. I, I think you wanted something. And, you know, the thing that you are alluding to is actually one of the weak spots of what I'm doing. That's one of the challenges when you break something that's new. You cover a lot of pieces, but then there's gaping holes. And one yeah. of the goals was, and one of my coaches brought this to my attention last week, I need to have this accountability sheet. When you've worked out, did you check? What did you do? How many reps? How long did you do X, Y, and Z? Did you get that to me? Did you upload the video? And you made a great suggestion just now when you talked about like making sure that you articulate the interaction that you're having with the kid back to the parent because they're the ones who's writing the checks. Right. It, they don't see the value. What's the, what's the point of them? I'm not signing them up for a second camp. And it, it's a parent-teacher conference. You're having a parent-teacher yeah. conference. All they want to know is this is worth it. They're getting something out of it, blah, blah, blah. You know, that, 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 I think that's one of the, that, that's one of the, when I was thinking about this last night on my walk, cause I knew we were going to talk today is mm-hmm. like, that's the interaction I think that has to happen. Um, the parent has to know that it's occurring. Um, you know, when I tutor kids in math and stuff, it's like, I'm always reaching back to the parent and going, they, they did it pretty well. They need to work on this, blah, blah, blah. It's the same thing with, you know, when I work kids out, you know, I have a little notebook I always do when I work kids out. And then I give the parents something afterwards just so they know, like, take this home. You know, I don't want to see them again until they do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think that's an, that's an important interchange to have between them. Um, so if coaches that are listening to this want to reach out to you, are, are there, are there, is there a website? Is there a place that they can do that? Yes, the biggest thing for me right now is I am passionate about showing coaches how they can run their own basketball camps and either make supplemental income or if they really gun-ho, they can also do it full-time. The very first step would be to download our free basketball camp blueprint. 
If okay. they go over to youthhoopsacademy.com. Okay, you're going to – coach is good. Don't stop, don't stop the car. Don't stop the treadmill. We'll put it in the show notes down below so <laughs> you can get it. Um, I'll probably put this on YouTube at some point when I get time too, coach. But um, so will that will, – so this is the question because this is going to probably go up in the next month or so. Um, will this pertain to what we're going through right now or is this a general kind of thing? This specific thing gives the general okay. parameters of what you have to do from soup to nuts in order to yes. run okay. a legitimate basketball camp. But once they do that, then they're going to end up having access to a whole bunch of other stuff. For instance, uh, we also have a blog called runningbasketballcamps.com. Okay. And if you go there, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about is right there that's specific to uh, the pandemic that we're currently in. Okay, in fact, perfect. In fact, when, when, when you eventually get this up i'll also take the link and put it there as well okay that'd be great that'd be perfect yeah Yeah, okay running basketball camps.com that's the simplest and easiest thing to do and if you go there uh you'll have access to the um the download you have access to the the podcast that we have and all the other materials that's available to coaches interested in this topic okay so what what would you what would you tell what would you tell coaches right now that are kind of what what advice would you give them like they're sitting at home Worried about being sick, worried about their families, worried about their jobs. What would you tell them should be their first step? Or what, what, how, you know, what would you say to coaches that are sitting out here listening to this? You know, I think, well, a couple of things. It, it just, it depends on the relationship. If, if it's their team, then what I would try to do is I would try to establish a community, an online type community, Zoom community, where they can communicate with each other every other week or so. Right. And during that time, just kind of talking with them, kind of give them a group coaching you know, session. Yep. Or what are you doing day to day? Are you working out with your game? Uh, what are some of the things that could that I could do to better help you out? The thing that's that I've seen that really, really has been successful is this online film study. A lot of kids don't necessarily have that level of IQ that would increase their game by 15, 20 percent. An easy thing to do during this time is to meet with them for about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes every week or every other week. It's optional. They can come if they want, and you can get a lot of good, good, um, good work done mentally. So when, they, so when it's time for them to get back on the court, their understanding of what you're trying to do is going to go up tenfold. I mean, coaches got to ask themselves, why is it that the seniors, not all the time, but generally speaking, are better? <laughs> They've been in the system since right. – Ninth, tenth, eleventh grade. So now, by the time they get to twelfth grade, it's like you know they've noticed stuff back and forth. They have this confidence about themselves. So what if we can, like you know, speed in the curve, or what if we can speed up their progress to learn what they need to learn? Well, this is the time to do it. Right. And instead of them watching Netflix or playing their games, that's spend an hour a week just working on this. So, so that's the so, first thing so I- is the, the the way you run the the way you're running your online stuff now is is Johnny have to, or Susie have to show up from ten to eleven or are they able to do it when mom and dad get home and mom and dad can rebound and they can do it at five o'clock in the afternoon? I mean, is it is it is it an actual live camp or is it an on demand camp? Is more my question. I think yes. Now we talked about both uh, so far. The online basketball camp. Uh, we do have that weekly conference call that you can chime into to kind of ask questions back and forth. But once that's over, it's on demand. 
Okay. They can go and work on this stuff anytime they feel like it. But we also talked about like during the summer, if it doesn't go, then I might end up having to do the live camp, right? Just to make it a little bit more interesting. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know which one's going to work. That's why I asked the question. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't well, know because no one for a hundred years has experienced this. I just, I, it, it seems like there's more on demand stuff out there and there isn't a lot as, as much live stuff. Is that right. am I correct in that? I don't know. I haven't done deep. Well, I, I'll say a couple things. Uh, number one, um, I'm in this mastermind group and I pay literally a couple thousand to be in this thing on a month to month basis. And one of the guys that was in this group said, John, are you in front of the camera live offering these camps? Now he don't really, not a basketball guy. I'm like, man, that's not what I want to do. You know, I don't want to be in front of the camera live and I got to put the, you know, the cones out, the spots and are they right. going to be able to follow this stuff? I'm thinking I don't want to do that. But here's what happened. About three days afterwards, it's some guy in New York. I don't know his name, but it's some guy in New York who basically offers live daily skill development sessions from 5 to 5.45. And you pay, I think he charges like $30, $25, $30 each one of these sessions. I guess anybody can, can tap into it through Zoom. So when I saw that, and then I heard from the school that they might cancel the summer camps. It kind of backed me into a corner and I said, well, wait a minute. I see right. that he's trying to do it. So maybe I need to do it. That's another you know, high, high uh, profile guy that's somewhere in the Midwest. You know him. And I know he's also doing it as well. So right. I'm thinking to myself, well, you know what? I may have to at least experience this to see if this is real or not real. Well, what I tell people, this is the same as a coaching. This is the same as coaching anything. You have to, you, you won't know until you try it. Like I, I, I would, I would, I would, um, I would do uh, a B testing basically like you do with Facebook ads. Like I would do, I would do a camp this way. I would do a camp this way. I would try to keep it again, stats teacher and me. I would try to randomize as much as I can and see which one. And I wouldn't I wouldn't wait till summer coach. I'd run one. What is today? I would run one middle of May, probably about the time this thing's going to be going up. I'd try, try, try both of them and see which one works. Because the one that's online, the one that's online isn't going to, is going to run itself, right? Once it's done, this is the one that's going to take the actual time for you. Um, That's that's actually a great point because I have what another, what five sessions left with you online. So I can easily say, you know what, uh, on this particular week, Instead of meeting on Thursday, we're going to do it on Saturday morning. We're going to go at 11 o'clock, and we're going to do it live. We're going right. to give your kid direct access to, and then I can kind of see and sniff out to see if this thing can work. Right. I think that's the way, I think that's the way you got to go, Coach. It's just, just yeah. to give it a different shot to, um, to test it. Because, again, uncharted waters, I've been thinking about what I'm doing, not only with my team, because I'm sure the coaches that are listening to this are not only thinking about how they're going to deal with their teams and their youth programs, but then also with camp, like how are you moving forward with camp, um, you know, with the summer and schools and we're, we're at stay at home till end of June in Wisconsin. So we can't like our schools are shut down until at least to the end of June. So um, I think it's going to be longer. The, the stats teacher in me tells you, coach, that you got at least a year because this thing ain't going away in the next 12 months. Um, the math doesn't – there's going to be a second wave come through. So mm-hmm. that's where kids are going to need stuff. Um, and especially you're in North Carolina, right? Yes. Yeah, so you got year-round. Like, you, you, I can't I'm run right it. I'm from UNC, yeah. <laughs> literally. 
Yeah, I can't run an outdoor camp in the middle of December in Wisconsin. Yes. Like you, you, the, the kids can still get outside there. Now your summers are kind of, your summers are brutal. So, so let me ask you a question. So where do you run your camps at? Is it typically outside or is it inside? Oh, it's, uh, it's inside. It's at our schools. Okay. Yeah. 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 There, so it's not bad. We run it in June. We run it right, right when school gets out. Cause that's when I can get the gym. Um, mm-hmm. so no, we don't run them outside, but, um, I mean, First of all, North Carolina in the summer is like the surface of the sun. So I don't know what you're talking about. Like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> how hot is it? And it's like, oh my gosh, it um, is burning up. I, 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 I first, I would be the first to admit that. So I don't know how you go outside. I mean, I think the kids can go outside. I don't know how you, yeah, and you're not gonna be able to meet anyway. But um, that's where I think maybe if you're doing it live, you don't want to do it in the middle of the day. Maybe you. That's where I think. You, so here's the stats teacher me again. You have to experiment not only with online and live, but then you have to experiment with time of day. If you're going live, like, is it a morning? Is it like midday would be horrible in July, but is it, is it evening when the parents are home? Um, so I think you have to experiment not only with that, but with time, um, mm-hmm. time of the day, um, time of the year, all those things are variables. They're called lurking variables statistically, but they're all variables that are basically playing into the equation at the end. Um, But that's why I think you got to try to start as soon as you can experimenting to see which one of those work. Um, And 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 for all the coaches that are, coaches that are listening probably have a finite number of days that they can use too. So that's probably a little bit of the issue. Um, Yeah, I I think this, the, the morning time could work for sure. Uh, once we get to that 11, 11, 30, 12 o'clock range, it's over. Right. It's but then it might cool, but, but then you might be able to go at 7 p.m. or something when mom and dad are home again. Exactly. You know, um, so but I that's think if, that, that's if it's outside. That's if it's outside. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and if you're doing the, then you have to have lights and everything. And so yeah, how late? I mean, yeah, you, it's, 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 you could maybe start at 6 30, get done by 7 30, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're outside. All right. What any parting words for for the coaches, Drew? Uh, we'll, John, we'll give we'll we'll put the stuff down below, so they will have no problem finding this stuff. But um, any parting words for them? I think number one, if you're concerned about your team, try to figure out a way to engage and give them some value mentally. If you're running basketball camps, I believe we have to explore uh, unique, pivoted options like online basketball camps, online. Um, uh, film study programs, and ultimately, uh, if you do that I th- and hold on, I think we'll all make it through this. I do too. I do too. Thank you very much. I appreciate you, Coach. Yeah, Thank no you problem. Me on. Thank. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. If you did, make sure you subscribe and like. Um, leave a lit- written review. I read every one of those written reviews. Also, if you're thinking of taking your, you know, maybe you've had a 500 season, maybe you just got done with your season, maybe you're starting your season. Let me help you take your team to the next level. I've been there. I've experienced it. Trust me, I can help you take it to the next level. We'll get on a call um, and we'll get it all figured out. I'll make sure you subscribe and like. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.